If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all of the radio in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's the motto. You should submit that and see if they accept that as the new motto. I think motto. I already know the answer to that. Uh-huh. No need to submit it. I think they'll say no. 100% they'll say. Yeah, 100% like, no. Well, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, right. <laughs> um, Noel? Yes. How are you, sir? I'm good. I am good. I'm enjoying autumn. Are you? Yeah. It's been a very mild autumn here in New York City. That's perfect. It's been quite beautiful. Yeah. Many days where you didn't have to put on the old chaquetta. Yeah. Autumn and spring are the two best parts of New York. <clears throat> they are. I think spring actually is better than autumn. Well, because it's new. Well, it also gets progressively warmer instead of progressively colder. Yeah, I don't mind it. So I prefer that. That's just me. Okay. It's just me. It's also, it comes out of the darkness of uh, winter, uh-huh. and uh, suddenly the days start getting longer. Yeah. Um, you're peeling off those heavy clothes. You are. You're allowing your skin to see the, feel the sun on it. Yeah. Get that vitamin D cooking inside of you, um, and uh, you're feeling better. Fall, you get to start wearing sweaters again. Yeah, that's nice. Don't Everything get me wrong. Feels cozy, and you know, <clears throat> for someone like me, yep. who is uh, 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 at times a bit of a depressive, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, particularly in the darker seasons, uh-huh. it feels like a slow, inexorable push towards sadness. Okay, I so, get it. You know, it's like I know it's lovely out, but I just know in a couple of months I'm going to be depressed. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. Um, enough about depression because we're in the twilight. We're we're in yeah. It's the twilight. It's the starting of yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the greatest time to be an entrepreneur in the history of America, thanks to our new president, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, thanks. Because thanks, Trump. If there's one thing Donald Trump knows how to do, yeah, he knows how to make money and he knows how to help you make money. Well, we'll see. And what are we here for but to make money and to help others make money? That's right. We we're, sure are. We're like the Donald Trumps of radio. <laughs> <laughs> and if people ever actually saw you, uh-huh. they'd see how similar to him you look. Oh, well, thank you. I was looking in the mirror the other day. Yeah. And I just all, I was staring at myself in the mirror and all I could see was Michael Moore as a rabbi. <laughs> I see that yeah, actually. It's, yeah, it's awful. I, I have to do something yeah. really because I'm going to die soon if I don't. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so uh, story time, Noel. Yeah, let's you hear. You know, it. in uh, 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 you claim that I have uh, told uh, the story about uh, uh, seeing Donald Trump uh, uh, at a, sh- a film that I worked on. Yes, a while back. I don't recall telling that story on air. I may mm-hmm. have told you that and think, but whatever. I was thinking about that. Uh, uh, a lot recently. Okay. And, uh, you know, for a guy in New York who owns uh, hotels, 
mm-hmm. and uh, who owns restaurants and hotels. Yeah, I was consistently flabbergasted by his call to uh, kick all of the Mexicans and illegal immigrants out of the country. Yeah, because you know, as someone who's worked in the restaurant business, pretty much most of his life being me. Yeah, uh, I'm fully aware. Sure, that most kitchens are minimally 50% occupied oh, very minimally. by yeah. uh, mostly illegal immigrants, yeah. uh, you know, with ginned up cards, shall we say. Yeah. But salt of the earth people work super hard, actually pay taxes, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, but willing to work for the money that's, that's, that's out there. And I was trying to think, why does he hate immigrants so much? Like, what is this, this thing about, uh-huh. you know? Because, I mean, he is, I think we're all aware, he's you know, <clears throat> this sort of sort of pragmatic opportunist, right? Mm-hmm. Who's out there just, you know, he, he doesn't really believe in anything, right? He just wants to, uh, he just wants the power, right? Okay. He wants to be the boss, okay. right? So why would he turn down cheap labor? That doesn't seem like a Donald Trumpian kind of thing, right? right. And then I remembered uh, part of that story that maybe I, I didn't tell in the past. And, and part of it was, so to just bring it back up to speed, because if I did tell the story, it was a while ago. When yes, we were, it was when, It was in our early days. Yeah, when because we, we stopped talking about Trump a long, uh, time, a ago. long time ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was a PA on a, on, a, on a film called, I think it was 54, it may have been Studio 54, and uh-huh. it was about the, uh, the, the, the club, Studio 54, in the 70s. And it started Mark Myers, Mike Myers, sorry, yep, and, and, and Ryan Philippi and blah, blah, blah. And Salma Hayek was also in it as well. And I only worked two days on the shoot. It was the last two days of shooting where what they did was they brought in a bunch of celebrities to play the celebrities uh, the montage of celebrities sort of leaving their cards and walking through the throngs to get into Studio 54. But they used modern celebrities, or modern at the time, to play the celebrities from the 70s. So they had like Sheryl Crow was there, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, a bunch of others. I really honestly can't remember them off okay. the top of my head. And Donald Trump was there as well. Yep. And there was a large area... And they used the original Studio 54 that has been turned into a theater slash club, uh-huh. still under the name Studio 54. And uh, the upstairs was the VIP section, which is where I was stationed as a PA. And uh, so it was like all the sort of famous people, and I had to sort of just make sure that they were okay with drinks and food and stuff like that. If they needed anything, I was there to take care of it for them and otherwise just shut my mouth. So I was just, you know, watching the room a lot. And everyone was very sort of like in their thing, doing their thing or chatting with each other. Donald Trump was the only one that was there, that was there, A, with a bodyguard, which Uh I thought was weird. Because especially at this time, it was like he was not that famous. I mean, people knew who he was, but he was not that like, you know, there were much more famous people there than he was. Um, But he was also the only one like on the make. He was... So going so hard at so many people, so many women, uh-huh. and uh, they all sort of would kind of politely stop and talk to him, even though it was like you could just tell from his body language that he was super aggressive uh-huh. with his come-ons. And, you know, you could also tell from the women's body language that they were not terribly comfortable with this, but they had dealt with this before sure. in their lives and yeah. careers and moved on. Well, Salma Hayek had come in, 
And she was sort of working the room, talking to some of the other famous people, even though she had a separate dressing room since she was one of the actors actually in it. And I watched him see her. And he was like, you know, awooga, and the eyes shot out, woof, 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 you know, like the wolf in the in the uh, in the cartoons. Uh-huh. And he makes a beeline straight to her, and you could see that she saw him, and like knew exactly what she was going to do. Did not want to deal with him and his bullshit, uh-huh. and did this real like subtle sort of turnaround, gave him the back, and then he's like, Selma, Selma, Selma. And she just walked away like she didn't hear him, you know, waving to this person, waving to that person, walking over here and just getting further and further away from him as he's trying to work his way over to her. And then she disappears to her dressing room. Mm-hmm. And you could see he was really pissed off because he knew he had been given the blow off. Yeah. And he was sort of like got particularly more orange than he normally was because he was so like fired up and then he was sort of looking around the room making sure that no one saw his 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 humiliation but i think he held on to that we know this about donald trump i mean it's he's he said it himself and representatives for him particularly omarosa uh-huh. has said that he doesn't forget anything yeah. he gets even he's all about getting even and so i think that his anti-immigration, anti-Mexican stance is a direct result from Selma Hayek. <laughs> of Selma Hayek's rejection of his come on. Yeah. I think that's what I think he's held on to that grudge for 20 some odd years. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I think it's important to note this because it sort of works into our topic today because Donald Trump is now our president-elect. That's right. Soon to be president. Mm-hmm. But eventually... Donald Trump will not be president. There's a limit on being CEO of this company. It's not a forever thing. Uh-huh. It's going to be four, possibly eight years. Yeah, I'm going with maybe two, if that many. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, you know, I don't know what the book is on that, right. but I'm willing to throw some money down on it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, uh, he's got to do something afterwards, Right. Mm-hmm. He's got to figure out a way to make money. All right. And people have to figure out a way to make money. Mm-hmm. And so today's topic is, Noel. Uh, today's topic is Donald Trump. <laughs> How to make money with him, for uh-huh. him, by him, as him. That's right. Uh, yeah, so that is our topic. And this is our deal. Josh and I sit around. We come up with fantastic ideas for you to get rich quick. We do nothing with those ideas other than speak them into a microphone for you to hear and make those ideas flesh. And from that flesh, you will become rich, and you will give us 10%, you'll tithe us. That's the deal. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, Do you want me to get going? I don't know. We usually start with you, but I'm happy to start if you want to switch things up. What are you feeling? What are you feeling? Uh, Let let me me go. Let me go. All right, I'll let you go. Otherwise, my... I'll I'll release the beast. Yeah. Okay, so, you guys, uh, as alluded to, we know one big plan. You know, the, who knows what it, this presidency is actually going to be like? Mm-hmm. No one does really at this point. Uh, all we can tell are by the things <laughs> well, we can guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all we can tell by are the things that are, have, we've been told. Uh-huh. Right. So one of those things, a big thing, is a wall. It would be a big wall. Uh, so how do you make money off the wall? And and most of this. Scheme, mm-hmm. I'll tell you now, is for uh, Mexicans in America 
uh, with more unquestionable paperwork. Uh, uh huh. So here, but this first part of it I, is for everyone in America okay. should do this, right? So uh, band together in groups and incorporate yourself as a group, right? So I think uh, the cutoff is you want to make it so that your group, your corporation, has at least $400,000 coming in. Uh, you might want to have more, but once you get there, uh, you'll what, get... What do you mean by the cutoff to incorporate? Or, no, 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 or no. Or just no. in terms of your you, scheme, you need to have... Okay, I was going to actually oh, get there. okay, all right. all right. I don't know. You just said the cutoff yeah. is... Yeah, so the cutoff so, okay. is you want right, to get at least $400,000 coming in uh, because Donald Trump has promised uh, massive corporate tax cuts. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and so if you do that, your taxes <clears> will be cut to... 15%, uh, if you just pool yourselves, you incorporate yourselves, legally incorporate yourself, uh, and then once you have done that, mm-hmm. and this next part is for the uh, the, Me- the Mexicans in, a, in the country in particular, go build that wall. That wall is going to be uh, 15 to $25 billion spent on this wall. So, a lot of money in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, if they may even say, "Hey, Mexican Americans, you can go build the wall. We'll only hire you." Uh huh. And that would maybe move jobs because people only moved here for jobs, really, to begin with. Right. Uh. So. So anyway, you go down there, you get your piece of that 15 to 25 billion dollars, hopefully as big a piece as possible. You are incorporated so you can uh, you know, play hardball. Uh and truth be truth, when that wall is almost built, mm-hmm. Trump's going to try and trick you to stay in Mexico. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh fine. That's fine because you are an American corporation and once he dismisses NAFTA as an American business, he'll have to take you back with open arms. (laughs) (laughs) He will have no choice. Uh Otherwise, it will look like he's not bringing back American jobs. Uh, It may end up that uh, 2 million Mexicans get deported and 2 million American jobs come back, uh, all to the same people. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so you come back, You've got your your pockets full of wall money, wall you know, cash, wall cash, uh-huh. big fat wall cash. You're paying almost no taxes, right? Uh, yeah, and I'm sure you, if you put a little more effort into thinking about this than I did, you can get that 15 percent <laughs> down. Uh huh. Um, yeah, just some. I'm sure there will be plenty of uh, 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 bookkeeping stuff you can do to knock it down even further. Yeah, that's right. And you know, on the other hand, if, if NAFTA doesn't get torn apart, mm-hmm. you'll still be welcome back. That's right. Because people realize that food doesn't pick itself, that we can't get anything done. Yeah, that's a given. Uh, yeah, so uh, don't worry about that, but you will get big fat cash, we'll pay almost no taxes, and you'll be incorporated. Uh, you'll be well brought back with open arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even enticed back. Maybe even financially enticed back. Uh, so... What else can you do for a little more money, though? Uh, and this one is is open up. This one isn't necessarily just for Mexican okay. Americans anymore. 
Um, the wall is going to be bad for migration of animals. Yeah, terrible, and, terrible. And of <laughs> only talking about, I, I heard before, and it's a massive amount of different animals go across that border in their migration mm-hmm. patterns. A uh, hundred and eleven of them are endangered species across the border. Um, so, regardless of what they're saying, they're gonna have to let these animals through, and at least what they're probably gonna have to do is have some big gates that occasionally they open up and allow this backlog of animals to get through they're, all at so, once. So the animals are just sort of hanging out by the hanging gate, out. You have a big waiting to go lot. through. Not unlike uh, the Mexicans at like Guadalajara or someplace, or Tijuana, uh-huh. where they just hang out there waiting for the coyotes to come get them. They'll hang out for days, weeks even. Yeah. And then they're, they're, they're ready to make a run for the border. Yeah. Will, do you think, though, that... Because they're coming from Mexico, these animals, they might be considered illegal immigrants? Well, they're coming from both ways. They're animals. Right, I understand, but I'm saying the ones coming from that side. They'll, they'll be legal. Okay, just checking. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, this is what you got to do, is where these gates are that they occasionally open up to uh-huh. let in the, the, the waves of animals, uh, you build a giant arc uh, and... Which might come in handy anyway if you know climate change turns out not to be a hoax. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so you build a giant arc where the gate leads through it, and you have a massive Noah the Ark show uh-huh. that is timed for the release of these animals to pass through. On one side of the arc, you could have it in English. On the other side of the arc, you could have it on Spanish. Uh, and if you do not think that this is potentially a lot of money, let me tell you that there is, I'm going to butcher the saying of this, in Germany, uh, Oberammergau uh, has a passion play. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I, didn't yeah, catch I think it was Oberammergau. Uh-huh. I like uh, how you you definitely got better with it the second time. You yeah. got very much smoother with it. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the way practice happens. Uh, so they have a passion play that brings in in a year. Give me a guess. Uh, I'm going to say $250 million. Oh, no. That's a ridiculous guess. It brings in <laughs> 25 million euros. Uh, okay, so that's like uh, $35 million. 35 to $40 million. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a lot so, of money. Uh, you can build your boat there, mm-hmm. and you can be making uh, more than that. Yeah. Because we're going to be great, and you're going to get your cash. Everyone's going to be happy. And you have all those animals you don't have to pay for. No, they just they're just they're there through. anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if for the since they're opening these gates so, you know, relatively infrequently. It's not like they're opening them all day long. No. Maybe right? what, you know, once a week. Yeah, sure. Right. They got to wait till there's a proper backlog. Yeah. You just, you know, you got these animals stuck in that ark for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that idea. Or passing through the ark. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so the way. one side could show them like, uh, you know, like you could have Mexican Moses, like animals come on my ark in Spanish, <laughs> Mexican and then Moses. on the American oh, I see. side, so you're doing it on you both. could have English oh, Moses God, saying yeah. like animals, you're free, right. the flood is over. Or you know? you know, either way, you're doing it. You're in the same ark. Yeah. You're doing the show twice. Twice. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So that 25 million euros, right. double it. Double it. Right. Yeah. That's 50 million yeah. euros in America. Yeah. 
But it, well, I guess it's it's Somebody twenty-five million. It's twenty-five million, right? It'll be dollars and pesos. Yeah. So, but that's still it's a lot of pesos. A lot of a pesos. Lot of a lot of dollars. Yeah, I, I'd say go for it. And a lot of work for actors. Yeah, <laughs> Mexican and American. Yeah, you're really it's a, it's a unity thing yeah. as well. You could make some little costumes for the animals. Right. So even within the uh, the 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 disharmony uh-huh. that would be sowed by this wall, there will be harmony. Oh no, it'll bring people together. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, because they'd have to get through somehow. I was thinking something you could do also then is dress uh, people who want to cross the border up as these animals um, and have them cycle through the arc and come out the other side. And then, you know, sure. that's how they get across. You make extra money that way, too. Sure. Just right, and right under the nose of all the... Rental. Yeah, exactly. Right under the nose of all the officials. Yeah. It, it, they would all be dressed up like uh, uh, furries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> bronies. It's yeah. like all these, like, I don't remember the My Little Ponies being on the on the, uh, on the the ship, on the ark. Yeah, or they don't even have to dress up. I'm sure in Mexico there are quite a few fur- furries and bronies. Yeah, but, well, they still have to dress up. Well, but that That's would just part be their of natural dress. I don't think furries are, are dressed up like furries all the time. They should be. Well, that's another story altogether. Yeah. You remember that uh, there was that 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 news report when uh, your homeland, Canada, accepted all of the uh, Syrian refugees uh-huh. in that first big load of like ten thousand or whatever yep. it was, yep. and uh, I think they came into Vancouver or something like that, uh-huh. and uh, there was some issue wherever they were staying. It ended up being there was a big furry convention going on there. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, and it was all the furries <laughs> it and the was little all kids. The furries and the little Syrian and they all got along. Kids. Oh, the kids loved it. They yeah. thought this was the best welcome they could ever receive. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the furries were being all very sweet to them. And then the kids suddenly watched furries rubbing on each other and <laughs> masturbating. And then I think it just got <laughs> ugly after that. Um, I think that's a solid idea, Noel. Yeah. I was thinking that you know when you were talking about hiring the Mexicans to build the wall. It struck me as that could be like a cheap way for Trump to get Mexicans on the other side without getting the uh, 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 ice involved at Mm -hmm. all. Right. Just say we want to hire all of you. You know, we want to hire the Mexicans to build the wall. Right. Yeah. And then have them build it from the other side. And then just don't let them through when they're done. (laughs) And then they're on the yeah. other side of the wall. What It'll are you going to do? Some sort of hijinks like that. Yeah, bold, of course. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. So but, I went a, 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 a slightly different route. Okay. I worry about Donald Trump. Okay. <clears throat> I worry about what he's going to do uh, post presidency. Yeah. I mean, There's no more Home Alone <clears throat> movies. Yeah, no more Home Alone movies. No more. You know, <clears throat> it's just got everything's got to be boring after that, right? He's yeah. now uh, ascended to the uh, highest management position in the world. Yeah. And he, uh, what's he, is he going to go back to running Trump Towers and the, the Trump uh, uh, empire? Uh-huh. It's going to be boring, right? It's going to be, nothing. his kids are going to be running it anyway. They're going to have run it for the six months that he's president. Yeah. And, uh, you know, done a great job with it. And they're going to be like, dad, you know, relax. You're, yeah. you're not president anymore. You can, you're 70 and a half years old. Yeah. You're done with all this stuff. You can relax. But not Donald Trump. He's, he's a mover. He's got to keep himself busy. Yeah. Right? He's got to do stuff. So I was going, you know, like, I was like, well, what do former presidents do after they uh, 
get out. Because, you know, you know, Bill Clinton is by far the most, probably the most successful in terms of making money post, post-presidency uh, uh, of any of them. Primarily because he was probably the least wealthy going in uh-huh. for many years. Um, so and so when he came out, he wanted, he had to make that buck. So he did, he made between book royalties and speaking fees uh, in the time he's left office uh, about $80 million. Okay, that's a lot of money. Yeah, right? it is. And then you throw Hillary's money on top of that, the 50 some odd million she's made. Mm-hmm. They got super rich, right? But it's speaking, it's, uh, it's, it's writing books, right? And that's what, uh, that's what most presidents sort of do afterward. Apparently in the past, I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, I guess it was uh, uh, Taft um, was actually named to, uh, he became a chief justice of the Supreme Court post-presidency. Oh, really? Yeah, there's actually precedent for that. I didn't know that. I, th- I thought that had never happened before, but Taft had. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 um, Tyler uh, uh, went and became a, a, was a, a, a senator uh-huh. um, after he was president for, wow. for Kentucky or Virginia. Granted, this was at a time when once you became president, when you were done being president, you were done. Like, yeah. that was it. You'd done your civic duty. You didn't have any money. You know, you weren't getting paid anything. You were just done. So you either are a landowner and you go back to doing that or you got to do something, right? And, uh, you know, presidents now since 58, I believe, which is when Congress passed the Foreign Presidents Act, which um, <clears throat> uh, gave a pension to presidents. And that was apparently because of Truman, yep. who was our poorest president, uh, uh Almost went bankrupt. Yeah. After getting out of, uh, after leaving the presidency, and so, I guess Congress and the Senate decided that this dude needed to be taken care of. He was, after all, the president of the United States. He should be given something. And now they get about just in terms of salary, pension that they get is approximately two hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. Plus, they get money for running an office for four years after they're out of, you know, office and staff for four years after they're out. Um, but what's Trump going to do with that? That's Trump change. He's already turning down the four hundred thousand and change that he's supposed to get as president. He doesn't need it. He's a worth several billions of dollars, if you ask him. Yeah. And um, and uh, then I was like, <clears throat> and then there's the libraries, right? That's what all the presidents yeah. do now since since Roosevelt, right? And archives that that hold the uh, personal papers and mementos they accumulate during their time in office all of the gifts that they're not legally allowed to keep that are given to them as president goes into their archives and I was like and into their libraries and I was like well b- but you know Trump doesn't read so why would he have a library yeah. right he's bigger he's brasher he's bolder right his ego is enormous right he wants things to be more 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 so why should he have a library why doesn't he have an amusement park okay right so it would be the Trump presidential amusement park it would be called trumplandia okay um it would uh uh and here's a few ideas i have for some of the things that would be in there right so the uh mascot would be uh peppy the frog (laughs) okay okay yeah but dressed up as trump so in the blue suit with the red tie and the and the the, the da graphic of him yeah is there a graphic i haven't seen it but with the da and he'll be Walking around the park, greeting all the kids, you know, oh, it's Peppy the Frog, right? Um, 
I see is sort of an interactive uh, thing called the Twitter Dome, where you can go in and relive all of your favorite Donald Trump tweets. Yeah. Right? And Donald Trump battles, where you can sit, and it'll be like a giant, you know, geo dome where you can like lay on the ground and look up and there will be twitter just hashtags everywhere yeah and all of his tweets from before uh uh you know from primaries through presidency and you know mm-hmm. there's going to be some good ones when he's president mm-hmm. it's going to be like you know i can't wait for the stuff he's going to say to other world leaders oh, that he's going to tweet out to merkel you know what i mean there's going to be some good hashtag show us your boobs <laughs> you know andrea merkel stuff like that <laughs> um, uh, I see sites like Mount Trumpmore, uh-huh. which will be uh, a, a, a giant man-made mountain yep. carved out with his four favorite presidents, uh, Donald Trump, yep. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and Donald Trump. Okay. Just sort of like, you know, those, those, those old school glamour shots where the headshots where you'd see like different sides, of the same you know, head, of yeah. the same thing, sort of soft focusy, but obviously carved out of the thing there would be uh uh i feel like there should be be rides like a peppy the frog ride uh-huh um but i don't know what that would do maybe it would be kind of like frogger and you have to ride peppy the frog through traffic and not get killed from all the mexicans running back over the border to mexico yeah um there uh i i, I see performances yeah uh reenactments with professional actors uh, with song and dance in there too, like they do at Disney, of all of his great uh, debate triumphs. Okay, through the primaries, right? So yeah. it'll be like you know, at four o'clock, primary debate number one, yeah. right? Where he came up with you know, little Marco, you know, or crazy Ben Carson, or any of those things. So these are just some of the ideas. But I see the whole thing anchored, uh-huh. anchored, built around, built around. His newest, most fabulous, most incredible luxury building complex, hotel complex. Oh, yeah. Called the Trump White House. Yeah. And it would basically be, uh, and that's, that he should trademark that, by the way. All right. I might trademark it, but, you know, we'll see. Um, it is the White House reimagined as Trump would have built it originally. Mm-hmm. If Trump could go in and redo, you know, and, 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 you know, he could get rid of all that crappy old artwork in there, put in some new stuff, get rid of that crappy old furniture and make it all proper Rococo furniture. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, 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 really do. So I picture the White House suddenly growing by several stories. Oh, yeah. May- maybe by like 12 or 15 yeah. stories. Well, the, the, the Trump building over by my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a there was a big stink about it when it was going up because it was a big building in a residential neighborhood. Right. And while they were building it, they changed the plans and added twenty more stories to it. Uh huh. So yeah, so yeah. I'm sure it'll be tall. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be at <laughs> least you know it's got to be. It can't be. It can't be garish because it still has to hold. You know, it is again. It's the seat of the greatest power in the world. Yeah. For another six months. Sure. Uh, or another two months till he's there and yeah. ruined it all. Um, uh, but you know, so, but, so it'll still have to be, it can't be garish, garish, no, no, no. but it'll be, you know, a, a, an even 20 stories high, we'll say. Sure. Um, there will be the presidential penthouse at the top, right? And, and the whole point of it was that you can stay in the Trump white house, right? This is where you'll stay while you are at Trump land, right? Yeah. And so you can choose to stay in the red room, which will be where, uh, uh, it would be a room, beautiful, uh, uh. Uh, classic 
uh, uh, Russian-style room uh-huh. that would be right next to the presidential suite yep. on the presidential penthouse floor where uh, Vladimir Putin would, would have stayed uh, had Trump built the White House um, so they could get cozy together late at night and, and cozy up to each other. Uh, and, uh, you know, there would be uh, uh, gold leaf everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, again, there would be, you know, Pictures of President Trump everywhere, as sure. well there should be, and uh, Vice President Pence, like in small, but that's going to be more like sort of pocket-sized stuff, sort of behind Trump's stuff. You'll see him there. He'll presence will be there, um, and uh, 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 I, I, that kind of covers it. I don't know if you, if you have any other ideas you want to throw at for this. That's sort of like a rough sketch. You have the basic no, ideas yeah, behind no, it. It, it. It's solid. It's good. It's kind of like how Carter devoted his life to building homes for the poor. Right. Uh, Trump can uh, build, you know, vacation suites for the rich. Right. The other thing I thought was, you know, usually these libraries are someplace, right? Yeah. They're, they're in that person's hometown. Well, we don't need another library in New York we City. We do not. Right? And there's no place to build a, uh, uh, a giant uh, presidential uh, amusement park in Manhattan. No. Just not going to happen, right? And so my other thought was that <clears throat> he can do the building, right? He yep. can do Trump's White House as uh, a flagship for a series of Trump White Houses around the country, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that could be a separate new hotel chain. Uh, but then the Trump, Trump land would actually be a traveling amusement park oh, that yeah. would come to the people. Sure. Right? And and so like if train you, pulls in. Right, exactly. Because the kids get excited. Most of the, the, the big chunks of the red areas that voted for him, yeah. they're pretty rural. A lot of those people are very insular. They don't a really lot, yeah. they don't really leave, right? Yeah. They don't go to New York City. Like that's not a thing for them. Why would they? They don't want to. It's like, you know, a big trip for them, for instance, would be Columbus, Ohio or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I've met people upstate when my mom lived upstate that we're two hours away from Manhattan, never been to Manhattan. No yeah. desire to go there. And yeah. That's totally fine. That's yeah. cool. But, you know, so, but how do you get to your favorite president's library? And you hear all these amazing stuff about it, right? How uh-huh. do you say, well, it comes to you. Yeah, that's great. Right? Like a traveling carnival or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that, Donald, I think that may be the next thing that you do. Yeah. That, you know, a carnival barker. Solid. Kind of not unlike what you are now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, wh- where what we are now uh-huh. and where we are now is at our newest segment, Josh and Noel's Sellout, Living the Dream, uh, where we explore ways that Josh and I are currently pursuing selling out our dream. Uh, so, you know the old ways you can do it. Uh, you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button. Yeah. And you can pledge an amount that will come out every month for the rest of the season, which just began yep. a week ago. Uh, and half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn, keeping their lights on yep. and the tie dyes. You can shining. pledge as little as a dollar a month. A dollar a month. Or up to $100 a month. Yep. There's no limit. <clears throat> nope. Uh, or if you don't like Josh and I, you can go to the Radio Free Brooklyn. Webpage, hit the Patreon link, mm-hmm. and you can pledge money that will go just to Radio Free Brooklyn. You can pledge a dollar, you can pledge ten dollars, you can any amount you want. 
And you can put a little note in there saying how much you hate us, how much you want us off the air. That's right. Yeah, we might get some of those this week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But the real money out there, the real selling out is corporate sponsorship, Mm -hmm. which is why we're starting small. We're growing big, just like Trump did from Queens to the White House. Our sponsor, Monty Lamonti, is behind us all the way. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. Hey, everybody. It's your good friend, Monty Lamonti, back again with another amazing tip for you, my best friend. You remember me from my other famous commercials that I do not need to get into right now because you're my fan, I am your best friend, and I'm sure you already know my previous work and you love it. So you're gonna love this one. Do not get shoes with shoelaces. Let me repeat that. Do not wear shoes with shoelaces. All of your shoes should be slip-on shoes. And if you get shoes with shoelaces, You are an idiot. Replace your laces with those stupid little rubber things you can put inside your shoes and not have to lace them up and then you can just slip on your gym shoes. It's the best. Think of all of the time you are saving by not lacing up your shoes. Time better spent out doing other things like walking, riding a bike, eating a hamburger. Anyway, as always, a positive influence in your life. And remember, if you heard this tip, you owe me, your best friend, Monty Lamonti, $2. You can Google me and find out the way most appropriate for you to get the money to me. The important thing is that you get the money to me. Thank you. And don't wear shoes with laces. I got to say, Monty, uh, (laughs) that almost gave me a seizure. Yeah. There was some cutting going on there that if you're epileptic out there, you know, you may want to definitely, well, you definitely don't want to be listening to this with headphones on. That warning should have come up beforehand. It should have. I really, because if you're listening to this backwards, though. That's right. (laughs) And you're looking for Satan, for the reasons for Satan. Um, Yeah. Don't wear shoelaces. Yeah, that's right. Give Monty the two bucks. Yeah. Come on, guys. (laughs) He needs it. Yeah. And we, in turn, get. You know, paid. We get sponsorship. That's right. We yeah. get sponsorship, whatever uh, that means. So we, you know what? We got something what? for you. We, you you sat there. You listened. You gave Monty $2. So every week we have a topic. This week it's Trump. And in that topic, we have ways to get fantastically wealthy. We also have another mini topic in the show with another way for you to get fantastically wealthy. So if you are, uh, you know, Waiting for the mortar to dry on the wall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you are on the clickety clickety incline of a big Trump coaster, <laughs> you know, take this time now and listen to this little tip. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. America outsources just about everything to China these days, but one guy at a critical U.S. infrastructure company has taken it one step further. Bob, as he's being called, was a star employee. Human Resources reviewed him as his firm's top coder. 
Then one day, the firm's telecommunications supplier, Verizon, told the company their main server was being accessed from Shenyang, China, using Bob's credentials. IT thought a super hacker co-opted his computer using some kind of unheard of virus or malware, but no, it turns out old Bob was outsourcing his work to a consulting firm in China and had given them full access. In fact, he had so much extra time, he took jobs at several other companies and did the same thing, shelling out only about $50,000 annually to the Chinese company while he raked in hundreds of thousands of dollars. So this dude, they gave a... Uh... I think that's genius. Yeah, it's like uh, that Michael Keaton movie, <laughs> with Duplicity, was it called? Oh, right, where he, but makes he the cloned clones. himself, right, yeah. to do all these different things. But this is even better, yeah, because he didn't have to do, all those clones had to do work because he was so busy, Michael Keaton. He didn't have to do anything. They, they broke down his day, right, because they went on his computer because he would show up at work. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, what the hell did this guy do every day? So this is what he did. For the first two to three hours of the day, he was on Reddit. Uh-huh. Okay. Then he would look at cat photos and cat videos. Okay. For another two hours. Then he would do some browsing for shopping. Yep. Um, and then he would finish up by watching some more videos on YouTube. Okay. And then go home. So, so it wasn't even like he was working on anything of his own. Uh-huh. He was just sitting there making money for browsing the internet. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that. if I could outsource this, what yeah. we do here to China... That would be amazing. It'd be great. Right? And we would just sit back and collect the tithes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is a good way to, uh, you know, also bring jobs back to America. <laughs> <laughs> we bring them back, but they're outsourced. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, outsourcing your job. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Hey, look, if you work at a call center... Why don't you work at like 10 call centers? Anything you can do from home yeah. on your computer. Oh, for sure. If you're like a, a coder of some sort, a UX designer or something yeah. like that, you get like six jobs that you work from home uh-huh. that pay you 100 grand a piece, yeah. 75 grand a piece, and then you outsource it for 50 grand a year. Yeah. And you spend the rest of your time just at Disneyland or yeah. Trump Land or wherever. Dude. A lot of money. That's amazing. It's good money. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know what else is good money? What's good money? I'll tell you. So, uh, as I say, there's a lot of questions in the air right now, uh, but there, and we can only go by what we've heard. So, uh, here's one thing we've heard. Trump has said Japan and South Korea should go out and get their own nukes for defense. Yeah. You know, um, you know, Trump has said that, uh, maybe we should use our nukes on others and why, why, why can't we use our nukes? Um, uh, there's been talk amongst the military brass about trying to curb the ability of the president to launch the nukes, but, you know, uh, that really would only be possible if the entire government had not gone Republican, which Mm -hmm. now nothing like that's going to pass. Um, and Trump said he's going to rip up the Iran nuclear deal, um, and on an unrelated note, uh, not uh, anything to do with Trump, Russia's recently backed out of two nuclear packs. Uh, so no matter what you think about any of this, whether you think it's all for the good, all for the worse, mm-hmm. if you think it's this guy's fault, this person's fault, her fault, his fault, the frog's fault, who knows? It is one thing is certain. 
uh, we're headed to Glowtown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, 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 the chances of a nuclear skirmish or accident, they're rising geometrically. Uh, they're going up and up and up and up. Um, they're mushrooming, you could say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what does that mean? How are you going to capitalize on that? Where do you get your money? Well, uh, I saw a website called uh, buyandsellhair.com. <laughs> and uh, the an ad in there. It's a, you can get in there. It's almost like a Craigslist for selling hair. Yeah. And for buying hair. Um, and uh, one of the ads I saw, I only looked at it for a few minutes, so it's not like I really perused the whole thing. But uh, one woman had thick blonde hair to her butt. $2,800 she was asking thick, for her hair. Oh, thick blonde hair going down to her butt. Yeah, yeah not, 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 <laughs> not, not, like not growing on her butt. thick blonde hair on her butt. Uh, so you also get extra for ringlets, extra for red hair, uh-huh. extra for waves. And the big money on here is for virgin hair. Virgin hair is hair that's never been chemically treated, never been curled or straightened. Uh, And as long as the hair that you did do that to has been cut off. Right. It's still virgin hair. You're virgin once again, right? So everyone's dream. You can become a virgin just by shaving your head, basically. Yeah, yeah. that is so, everyone's dream. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's dream. Everyone that I know really wants to be a virgin again. Yeah, just by shaving their head. Yeah. But just period. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you do have non-virgin hair, I urge you right now, go and shave your head and hopefully cross your fingers. You'll get a little bit of length on that hair before the nuclear uh-huh. radiation starts leaking out or flying around or however it's going to go. Uh-huh. Uh, and by that time... If you think hair's going for a decent amount now, <laughs> good, thick, virgin hair, uh-huh. the price is going to skyrocket when all around the world, hair starts falling out of people's heads because of radiation sickness. Uh, uh-huh. the, the A good wig of virgin hair is going to be the it thing to have and and the price of it is even more because it's not an essential item right uh-huh. everyone needs food everyone needs shelter everyone needs water only the have the haves will have the extra money you can see they have the extra money because they have a full head of hair with that reasoning Mm-hmm. I would also suggest maybe you start harvesting your organs and pieces of your organs and start growing them for because part of this all the radiation sickness is going to be all this organ poisoning, right? Organ failure. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> you know, if you have a bunch of kidneys lying around and a mm-hmm. bunch of livers lying around and a bunch of, you know, pancreases lying around. Yeah. Uh, that's a big market there. Yeah, and and ironically, on buyandsellhair.com, there was an ad for uh, selling body parts, selling your body parts. Oh, really? Yeah, there really was. <laughs> was and it I, really? In my mind, I was just like, well, maybe it's like one of those Google things because I searched uh-huh. this, it's just showing up here, uh-huh. but I don't know. Is it an Indian company? Uh, it didn't appear to be. There were, there were a lot of companies uh, that did this. I actually stumbled across this. Totally by accident, uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. 
and I was like, oh, I got to remember this for something. And then, of course, uh, you know, the world. If you if you think about something and you envision it, it will come true and come to you. So, me seeing this site almost manifested this nuclear crisis right. that we're about yeah, to yeah. be in. Well, I, you can uh, you can also go back and listen to our if 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 this is uh, if you're if this is something that you're preparing for. Yeah, I think you should also just go back and listen to our apocalypse. Uh, yeah. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff in there. Right. There's great stuff in there. It's not necessarily having to do with making money off of Donald Trump, but in the sense that uh, we're heading to Glowtown. Yeah. You got to be prepared for it. We Choo-choo. give you ways to collect water. You know, things of all all that stuff that's going to be necessary. Listen to all our shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. But in terms of you know direct relationship to this show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can you can get some more great ideas. From listening to our apocalypse show, sure. Um, probably our conspiracy show too. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And haunted houses. It's gonna be a lot of haunted yeah. houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that was a solid one, though. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's you know, but you get get to work now. Yeah, yeah. Start growing it out. The yeah, longer, the better. It, it's gonna, you know, if that happens, it's gonna happen quick. You know what I mean? It's happening during his presidency. Right? It might. So four to eight years. Yeah. Six months to eight years. Somewhere in that ring. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Grow, grow now. Yeah, get grown, get grown. Yeah. Virginize and, and it. As I said, the price twenty eight hundred dollars for a head of hair may not seem like a lot now. Mm-hmm. That, that's nothing. It's <laughs> this stuff is going to be more yeah. valuable than gold yeah. soon. All right. So my second idea. Um, again, my concern is really all about what is Donald Trump going to do post presidency. I get it. Yeah, I'm a man of the people. Yeah. You are. Uh, He's a populist. I'm a populist. Uh-huh. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a populist. <laughs> I'm a populist. I, I, you know, I feel for him. He feels for me. Yeah. We are simpatico, he and I. Yeah, you are. Because we're exactly the same. Yeah. You we're scratch exactly. his back. He scratches my nuts. Yeah. Um, but so I had an idea um, for a TV show, because why wouldn't it be a TV show? But I need you to spitball with me a little okay. on this one. All right, sure. Because I... <clears throat> While the grand the, the the overview is there, right, um, and it's a solid one, like coming up with thoughts because you know some of our our our, our uh, uh, listening audience they're smart but they're not necessarily the most creative, right? So we got to uh-huh. give them as much as we can. I just sure. don't have a lot to give them on this. Okay, but basically, he's a reality TV show star, the okay. greatest reality TV show star ever. Ever, right? Yeah. Um, he's a guy who's a businessman. Yeah. Right. Never ha- doesn't have an ounce of uh, public service to his resume. Okay, but now he's president of the United States, right? Basically, he is everybody I've ever met who said, "Sure, I can be president. Why not? Yeah, no big deal. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure." Now his Apprentice Show was essentially taking low-level business people uh-huh. and turning them into CEOs. Right, sure. that was the original concept of the Apprentice. Right. Yeah. Putting them, they he puts them through this boot camp, right? And they show their merit, and he makes them the head of this enormous project yep. that he's working on. Eventually, it became the celebrity thing. That's another thing, right? So it seems to me he was this great CEO, and he took all these novice CEOs to and turned them into great CEOs. Uh-huh. Well... Now he's going to be a great president. Uh-huh. Why not take all these novice presidents? And by novice presidents, I mean every Joe Blow out there who thinks that they can be president. Yeah. 
and turn them into the president. Uh huh. Okay. Or at least the nominee for a major party. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what I was thinking about calling the apprentident. Okay. Um, or, or something like that. Yeah. And basically it would be all these guys like, you know, who've decided that they have the, the, the metal and what it takes to possibly be president of the United States of America uh-huh. um, that have no experience whatsoever. Maybe they own their own plumbing company. Uh-huh. Um, maybe they don't Joe own the anything. Yeah, Joe the Plumber is a perfect example of that. Or maybe they don't own anything. Maybe they, they just smoke pot and yeah. sit on a couch all day. There's going to be a big mix yeah. from all levels. And he will put them through a series of paces... And, you know, with voting off and, and as we've seen with, you know, only he knows the finalists for his cabinet, only he will know the finalists for uh, 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 the nominee for president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there would be debate lessons. Yeah. Right. There would be uh, uh, self tanning lessons using like Tang or something like that. Yeah. Um, just any number of things. But that that's the thing. It's like. So the broad idea is there. It's a yeah. solid idea. Well, you know what? I, I, I think I've got uh, some finishing touches okay, on this one. Right. Is you could, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not quite so sure that uh, Trump is going to have the temperament or the stick uh that it necessarily takes to be uh, a president. It's a hard work. So he could take his different <laughs> platforms, uh-huh. and each week the uh, apprentices, uh Try to tackle one of his campaign platforms uh-huh. and uh, try to get that accomplished. That uh, they'll get enough of it accomplished, I'm so, sure. So you're, and so the you're, ones that don't, he can be at the end like you're impeached. <laughs> you're impeached, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what it would be. You're impeached. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Um, I was thinking this is something you would do after his presidency. You're seeing it as something that he would do during his. Oh yeah, presidency. and they could help him run. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's- Pence can't do everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna need a little help. <laughs> he is. That's true. No, that's uh, that's that's good. That's an, an a new and interesting take on it uh-huh. that I didn't even think about. But I like that. I mean, he did say that you know, as I mean, I assume he gave the same uh, offer to Pence as he gave to Kasich, which uh-huh. was like, you'll handle domestic policy. Oh, and you'll handle foreign policy. And when asked, well, what would you be doing? He said, I'll be out there making America great again. Yeah. Right. So it can almost be like a Hunger Games kind of situation. Sure. Right. I think there would be some great debate moments where like one person calls the other person a fucking cunt in Uh the middle of the debate. And like, you know, because why not? We've lowered the bar so far. Keep going down. Yeah. Keep going down. Ratings, rating, ratings. (laughs) Yeah. We'll throw a punch or two. Yeah. You know, there could be just a cage match as part of it as well to show if you have the toughness to lead. Yeah. You know, since, you know, you may not have any actual military experience. Or anything like that. You have to prove your toughness by getting down and dirty. Yeah. Maybe mud wrestling with bikini girls. Yeah. If he makes it to a second year, you could have a celebrity version too. (laughs) That's right. Well, yeah. That's then. That's the next thing is the celebrity apprentice dent. Yeah. Or apprenticent. Um. Where it would be, you know, Pendulette. You're impeached. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, because why not? Why shouldn't more famous people be president with no experience whatsoever? That's right. So Donald Trump, if you do want to get in touch with us to. discuss about giving us our 10 percent for any of these ideas uh-huh. or if you have any rules for which we should judge our schemes by donald you can reach us on twitter at grq josh Knoll. 
Uh, you can email us, us, email us, Donald, and and at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yeah, or Donald, you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Donald, I'm sure you've already gone on iTunes and rate and reviewed us, mm-hmm. uh, subscribed. But uh, if you have only listened to our podcast, Donald, please tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock uh, to Radio Free Brooklyn and listen to us live. Get the schemes before the Chinese hear them. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. You put a put a put a big exclamation point on that one. Yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah, so Noel. Don, you got a lot of money in your pocket at this point. What are you gonna do with it? Well, you're gonna have to do something with it or else it's it's gonna make you crazy. So uh Josh, take it away. Send that money. Unbelievably, black printer ink is one of the 10 most expensive liquids in the world. It costs a crazy $2,700 per gallon, and drop for drop it's more expensive than Dom Perignon champagne. Manufacturing the ink isn't really that expensive. You're actually paying for the high costs and the research and development of inkjet technology. Printers themselves are often pretty cheap. That's because they're mostly sold at a loss. The manufacturer will make most of its money from the printer ink you buy later. That's the reason they always recommend you use official branded inks. Yeah, that was, I mean, the rest of it I knew, but the fact that printer ink <clears throat> is that expensive yeah. blew my mind. So you can just buy gallons of printer ink yeah. and bathe in it. Yeah. If you get the orange, the size, <laughs> and you can look just like Donald Trump. Yeah, that's good. It's an incredible tanning technique. That's right. So uh, at this point of the show, Donald, you're probably wondering, how do you know that you can lay your legacy on the line and trust Josh and I's schemes? Well, it's because Josh scours the rules, uh, scours the Internet for (laughs) rules of getting rich quick, uh, to which we judge our schemes by. So, Josh, where do our rules come from this Uh, week? Our rules this week are Five Rules to Grow Rich by Mary Hunt from the uh, Lying Media. Okay, mainstream media. Let's hear it. Mm -hmm. And uh, rule number one. Live smarter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely, you know. You're going to incorporate, which means the minds of millions coming together as one. Yep. All right, ready? Rule number two, enough is enough. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think that was the whole point. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, rule number three, pay yourself first. Uh, yeah, I think that is going to be one of our national, uh, themes. That's right. So, uh, that's what we have time for. So three for three, Donald, you're getting rich. Give us a call when you're out of office. And for those of you that are getting rich off Donald, tithe us, huh? That's right. Uh, So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.